What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. I have been looking forward to this episode all week. God, this is going to be such a fun episode. A friend of mine, a mentor of mine, somebody I love talking to about business, about entrepreneurship, connected to everybody and everything, just full of wisdom, always, man, the the, just the positivity, the energy, the excitement that oh, you man. bring to the table. It's going to be no <laughs> different today. He is none other than the president and CEO of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, David Bradley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chad. And first things first, Let's if do you've it. been looking forward to this all week, man, I thought you lived a better <laughs> life than that. You know, I mean, well, I have to, Chad. I have some, from the time I met you a few years back, I realized that that you're a different breed. Uh, you are a different breed, and I believe I believe that that our opportunity is to foster people just like you to create the best Athens that we could possibly imagine, and it all starts right here. Man, well, that means a lot. I, when you say I'm a different breed, I think my wife would agree, but it sounds like you spin it a little more positive than she does. <laughs> well, I'm not telling you which way I'm spinning it. No, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Me too, man. I, and same here, man. I, I remember the first time I talked to you when you moved to town. Um, and you came from North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. You came to town, and I was like, man, this Athens is about to change. And it, this guy's about to be a driving force and making it a lot better for business and the community. And, dude, you have lived up to that. I mean, gosh, I, I got it. that's awful. That's incredibly nice to say. I mean, I, we just, we just, do what we're supposed to do, right? And 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 I believe I believe with all of my heart that that we ha- we live in a in a community that has that on the shoulders of people who have walked before us, we have an incredible community in which we live in. But the best Athens is the Athens that's in front of us if we can choose to simply work collaboratively to help make that happen. I love it, and I know for sure. We have a different Athens in front of us right now than we did three years ago and yeah. five years ago. So we're going the right direction. And it's that's one of the things I want to talk about today is, and, and God, you're so integral in bringing people from various different groups and industries and opinions together and, and helping everybody align with this. Um, but, but I want to talk about specifically the business owner and the entrepreneur how getting connected with community, how getting connected with civic groups, how getting connected with the chamber, how these things just make a tremendous difference in your life and become a win all the way around for everybody. And you and I have some some history of kind of how we cut our teeth in that civic organization right. side. And I just want to talk about that because I know how much difference it's made for me and my life and my business. And you see it every day. Yeah, and I actually I can, I can talk a little bit about it from uh, – from historical perspective, yeah. when I was I grew up in Mount Airy, North Carolina, uh-huh. the home of Andy Griffin, the Mayberry RFD. <laughs> I love it's it. just it's crazy. So, sounds splendid. And, uh, um, although I was engaged in a lot of uh, a lot of uh, extracurricular stuff, like the JCs and what have you, uh, I came into a plant to orchestrate the quality assurance division at a manufacturing plant in Mount Airy that had no connectivity, no connectivity at all in the community. We had 100, 120 employees. Holy cow. So it was big. It, it was pretty big. I yeah. mean, we ran three shifts, you know, 20, I mean, 360 days of the year. Um, 
but absolutely uh, probably the most disconnected place I've ever I've, I could imagine working. And I can, but I can understand it because we're so focused on, in our case, making synthetic twine and rope. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, it, uh, the opportunity. I think what I realized coming into North Carolina twine and cordage, nobody knew about the place. We we weren't attracting the best employees. Uh, a couple of the reasons behind that, uh, but. <laughs> We weren't attracting the best employees, but we we also we just uh, uh, we lived in our own small cylinder of business of our the North Carolina twine and cordages lifespan existed in a small little bubble. Uh, we have an opportunity both as not so much in well, I mean, I guess in suppliers and some customers when we had the opportunity to step outside like boldly take a a one step into a hundred yard march of community engagement. When we took that first step, we began to realize, guys, maybe, maybe we have an opportunity to 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 build a better supplier base and a, a, a supplier base that actually saves us money, but also helps build the community. And when we started to do that, it really sort of transitioned our perception of the community and our perception in the community. It was fantastic. I love it. So what I just heard you say in a roundabout way was by engaging in the community, y'all are able to get better employees, better suppliers, better rates. Engaging 100%. in the community made y'all more profitable. Absolutely. 100%. Which I think is the biggest, like, misunderstanding business owners have. I think they see engaging in groups or community. That's going to take up my time or I got to give my time and I need to be running my business or I got to figure out my business first. I will tell you, I don't know how it works. I don't know the dynamic, but anything I as a business owner have ever been involved in or plugged into in the community, civic group, board, chamber, I've made more money. Uh, and I don't think people realize that. So I go back, and one of the one of the uh, connected histories that we have is JCs. Yep. Right. Uh, I uh, so I was the uh, became was president of the Mount Airy JCs. We had mm-hmm. a large JC chapter for a tiny little town, uh, and there's there's a component of that that uh, I mean it's it's ultimate camaraderie, but you're trying to do common good. You but it's it's all. In that position, it's it's a management position because you do have to figure out how to make money. You do have to get people who have different ideas to ultimately buy into a collective idea to help create to help create extraordinary. Uh, and I think we all want to do that is to create extraordinary. Yes. And so when uh, it was probably the most formative organization that I'd ever had a chance to be a part of. And I will, I owe a debt of gratitude to the JCs forever. But uh, A, the connectivity to people that, uh, to, to people that we have an opportunity to ultimately buy or sell or be connected to or who, because of those connections, can, can connect us to somebody else. All that's important. But it was invaluable to me to become a better manager. Yes. Uh, and um, my, man, I wouldn't. I, I would not trade it for the world. My experience exactly the same. The way the JCs developed me as a leader, as a manager, 
as the skills it taught me is has been the difference maker in success inside of my businesses and in, in different ways I've I've led and been involved. Um, it taught me what it means to be a part of a civic organization or be a part of a community. Um, not even counting all the clients and relationships and vendors and bankers and and here's the like here's the biggest hack I can give I would give for anybody out there the way this can be such a win for a business owner an entrepreneur you go into it figuring out how you can give you don't go into it saying how can I network how can I pick up more clients today if you go into any sort of organization any group anything in the community you say hey how can I give? How can I plug in and engage? Because if you just sign up and you're just a member, it ain't worth what you're paying for. It ain't worth a quarter of what you're paying for. But if you engage, I can guarantee it'll change your life and your business in the most organic way imaginable. I mean, I think that's right. I think I think we all have to, I mean, you start, you, your, your motivation has to be pure. Yeah. And uh, the motivation for getting involved and engaged into a into an organization, whether it's the chamber or the JCs or or whatever, um, it you can't it, for long term sustainability. You can't go into it thinking, "Hey, what am I going to get from this?" Uh, you have to you have to embrace the organization yeah. and to and to continue to, to continue to work it. Um, it's, I think I think that uh, you know. To go back to some of the connection piece, um, you know, we all we I think most of us have a, a great compassion for the community in which we live, maybe underserved. Uh, compassion for the organization that we are part of. I don't, I don't know um, if compassion or opinion, but how about, <laughs> you, right. how about you keep going here? <laughs> um, but you know, it's. Um, we all want to deal with, and deal with is be friends with or do connectivity stuff with with people that we know. And then once we know that person and we build respect for that person, then we do business with them. Yep. Uh, so expanding that connectivity is, I think, absolutely crucial. I agree. I, it comes back to, again, Know, like, and trust. Yeah. If somebody, they know you, they like you, they trust you, they want to do business with you. They will do business with you. And I think nothing builds that bond or that trust like community engagement and, and being in groups together. And, again, we, we have so many buckets of win, win, win all the way around. I know when we come back, talk, and JC's, most most towns, at least across the southeast, have JC chapters, um, Junior Chamber of Commerce, and – I know for me, the skill sets, same thing, a president here of Athens JCs, went on to be state president of Georgia. Um, but being a part of a JC organization, that taught me how to be on a board. It taught me how to work with people with, with different opinions. They wanted to lead the, the club in a different direction than I wanted to sometimes. And we had to figure out how to balance that. Being president of the JCs, taught me more in one year that changed my life and my business than anything else I've done as a as anything with any sort of business development in the last 25 years. I had having to get up every week and speak to a group of 20 to 30 people taught me more yeah. about preparation, about sp- speaking, about getting up in front of people and leading people. 
52 weeks of getting up in front of people and talking. And then from there, figuring out how to motivate people to show up for things or get involved. That's sure. I mean, it was, it was a game changer. And even now, the skills I learned there and being able to get out of my comfort zone, I'm still like, sometimes I go to chamber events now. I don't know a whole lot of people there. And it's, it's a little nerve wracking coming in. I'm nervous. I'm like, you know, I don't want to stand up here by myself. I need to go talk to people. It teaches you how to build those skills and get out of your comfort zone. The exact same things you need to go develop business and how to do sales and how to do things inside of your organization. Hey, it's exactly right. Exactly right, Chad. We we uh, we need to as business leaders, as business owners, we need to be comfortable with uncomfortability mm-hmm. and to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions if it's the right thing to do, uh, even though it's uncomfortable. Because, I mean, it, it, it's – if we if we become too comfortable, then we are too comfortable. And we, it's <laughs> That's right. business as usual, and we get left behind. I agree 100%. And, and I think the other side of it is it's the whole, you know, saying you hear a rising tide lifts all boats. If, if your community is in better shape, if your community is more successful, if your other business owners you're surrounded with are more successful – you're going to be more successful. And I think that's the piece that that makes me really excited to be involved in anything to do with the Chamber of Commerce, anything going on in our in our city, in our community. Is If I can make Athens better, A, I, it's where I live. I want it to be better. It's where my, my kid now is potentially may live, at least going to grow up for a part of his life. It's where I do business. It's not only giving back something that's been so awesome for me and my business, it's the more we can help it get better, the, the more valuable our real estate's going to be. The more yeah. valuable our business is going to be. The the more customers we're going to have. The more people that's going to come to town. It it all just ripples out and is a is a tr- just a just an effect that I think truly makes everybody stronger, and more successful across the board. Well, I think that um, again, this is not a chamber commercial, but I think that when we it can when be. We took, <laughs> Well, but it's about the community. It's about the business community, and, and almost never, y'all. I, what I'm, what I am sort of pleased about is I, I, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that people realize that we're not trying to sell chamber memberships. What we're trying to do is to make the community better, and if we do so, then we can earn a chamber membership. Um, uh, when we took our trip to Tuscaloosa. Last year, life changing. By the way, thank it's you, f- thank you for first of all, thank you for inviting me on that trip. Oh, gosh. because you, you I would have never signed up on my own had I not been reached out to and had a personal invitation. I, I would think twenty the last twenty years before last year, I'd have never went on that trip. And so, inviting me and going on that trip, life changing, the most eye trip I've ever been on. So, oh, thank get you. Get out that. of here! Holy cow! Well, thank you, uh, and I, and it was eye opening for us as well, uh, for me as well. But there were fifty five people that were absolutely from. I mean, you had county commissioners, uh, uh, and you had business folks that, uh, for you know, for the love of money, would just as soon just you know would never have would never make the chance to speak to some of these guys, uh, and we made very conscious efforts to put disparate people together to have a, a intentional conversations and we walked away from, from the from the trip you know we focused on 
workforce development. We're in the final stages of workforce development strategic plan that came from that. Uh, we spent time, a lot of time, talking about homelessness. There's a homelessness strategic plan that is being enacted right now. Uh, riverfront development, town and town relationship, and uh, it, it. But the simple fact that you had a wild bunch of people that pr- many of which would never have made a chance to get together was in, was was astounding. It was and unbelievable. So that's. Putting yourself, just like you did, in that uncomfortable position of saying, yeah, I'll go, but it, it, was, it was transformational for you. When we put ourselves in those uncomfortable positions of being engaged in community, when you know that, gosh, I, there's some stuff I need to be doing back at work, or put yourself in, comfort, in an uncomfortable position, particularly as it relates to community engagement, and your life can change. I, I agree. And that that trip for me was was really amazing on for a thousand different reasons. But it did put me in a place where there were people on that trip tremendously more successful than I am. And that I was nervous about having conversations with. There were people on that trip that were tremendously different than I am. That <laughs> there's no secret. I care about business and making money. That's my job. Way more than I care about politics or other I things. Agree. I agree. And so so for me, I don't even get into some of that side, but there's there's some very, very different beliefs and politics involved with some people on that trip. There's people that are very anti-business and more more pro things that I don't align with. I was paired and had hours of conversations with people tremendously different than I am that I thought had tremendously different beliefs. I was paired with people that are tremendously more successful than I am. What I learned through all of that is we all have pretty much the same goals. We're all trying to accomplish the same thing. And guess what? As passionate as I am as the way I believe we should get there, they have the same passion on the way they feel we should get there. A hundred percent. The passion is there. The goal is the same. We just have a different path on how we think we should make it happen. And instead of getting on Facebook and blasting each other for the path we're wanting to go and the path we're choosing, if we work together, we figure it out, and it brings a lot more sensible solutions to the equation. Amen. If you define yourself by – if we chose and made the intentional decision to define ourselves by our commonalities as opposed to our differences, we could could accomplish a lot. And, I mean, there was a a couple folks on the trip that – well, you know, a, a commissioner that, uh, gosh, in, in most cases, uh, <laughs> I, I probably may, you know, may never have a, may, may never be able to sit down and talk with. But as a result of actually just actually before that trip, we would go, we started going to Flickr mm-hmm. and grabbing a beer every once a month because we weren't, we had become comfortable in, this theoretical dislike of somebody we'd never actually really met. 100%. I, there, was, there were multiple people on that trip on paper I disliked. Yeah. And I probably never voiced it to anybody, but in reality, I, I disliked a few of these people. I left that trip after conversations with those people, and not only did I like them, there were things about them that – the, the some of the courage, some of the passion that I came away respecting tremendously more than I ever dreamed, and so it was super super cool from that aspect. But and I hope that what it 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 
I don't know if you're if you're you know if you realize an enhanced gross or net revenue as a result of the trip, but you've made contacts that might provide support later on down the See, line. So here's the crazy thing. You're exactly right. I went into it. How do we learn? How do we go learn what other communities are doing better than we are? How do we be open-minded and say, hey, we've got some problems we need to fix? I'm not right always. I, I, my opinions are wrong. So we, I learned from other communities. I learned from other people on that trip. I made truly lifelong friends on that trip. Yeah, yeah. I've been shop- My wife and I have been shopping with people that – that I met on that trip and never would have met before that. We have very little in common is the crazy part, but we love spending time together. But from that trip, I can at least, at least five clients, a couple of referrals, and here's where I'm going to bring it full circle. You and I are on the um, Career Academy board together. Um, Not only did I have clients I picked up from that trip and referrals and other things, a couple of people on that trip I have since met with that have are in the process of making significant donations to some of the boards and some of the things we're involved in, one of them being the Career Academy, a significant donation, all because the like, know, and trust we developed on that trip, the respect for each other, for community, and now I can go in and have a conversation with somebody I didn't know prior to that, that trip, prior to being involved in the chamber on that trip, not only are they a client of mine now and trust me with their taxes, they now trust me to guide them on community decisions of where to park their money. And it comes full circle all the way around. Yeah, so what a fantastic— super cool. I really hadn't thought—I hadn't thought too much about it. But, <clears throat> I mean, you have been such an advocate for the uh, Peach Education Fund, our foundation for—that helps fund the Athens, Career, uh, Athens Community Career Academy— to use your words, you basically self-determine where your Georgia state tax sure. dollars can can be allocated. And uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't given too much thought about it, but I'm, I'm not sure you would have had near, near the influence no. in helping make that happen were it not for you to step outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, Chad, that's... I mean, that, that really does epitomize the whole conversation we're here about being community engaged. So let's take this. All right, let's, let's go. Let's dive into that even more. All this has happened in the matter. When did we go on the Tuscaloosa trip? Less than uh, a year ago, right? September of last year. Okay, so a little over a year ago. So in one year, I went from not being tremendously involved in the chamber to being way more involved because of that trip, getting to know a lot of people. We are on other boards together. We uh, we share some passions of other things we want to do in the community outside of just the business side. There's the education and some other pieces. Now let's fast forward that. Talk about the Peach Education Tax Credit. I recorded a video. You, How many chamber members does that well, go? We sent it out to uh, 1,300. 1,300. Now you and I, we know I can trust each other. We have for years, but yeah. especially now through doing some things together – you just put a commercial out to 1,300 people for me as a personal brand, for me and my business of, hey, we like, know, and trust Chad. Here's a video where he's trying to help other organizations in our community win. But it, at the end of the day, it's a commercial for me too. The amount, of, the amount of press and the amount of business that can come from something like that and credibility and just long-term play is, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think that's the 
that's the side business owners, entrepreneurs miss with organizations like the chamber. It's not, how do I pay a membership and they're going to drive me business or they're going to help my business grow. It's like, if you get involved, if you engage, if you show up to stuff and you talk to people, not the same two people you talk to everywhere you go, get out of your comfort zone, show up for stuff, get on the board, let people see you're a leader, let see people people see you care and they can depend on you and trust you, I guarantee you it will catapult your business. It will, Com- it will the long-term implications for what it can do to your life and your business will completely will change agree. Completely agree. And find, you know, find whatever, what my suggestion would be to find whatever that, that the hub of your passion is mm-hmm. and get attached into that and in, into whatever that organ, an organization in that field <clears throat> you know, I, I think we both believe that um, we are in a short-term workforce dilemma, but a long-term crisis, and that the Athens Community Career Academy is is a cornerstone to how to get out of that. Uh, man, I mean, you know, that if find your find your passion and figure out how to get engaged, and if you a, a question that many times that we are asked at the chamber was um, so what how do I do it how do I how do I how do I be a chamber member and, Ooh, and so we yes. want to ask uh, what do people expect what's expected of them what does a chamber membership look like for somebody and, and also why should they be a member yeah so this is gosh you know I, we said earlier don't this is not a chamber commercial yeah but um, it, but it, but but we'll use the it chamber is as when it can help people drive and have more success in their business, their life, and their community, and gain skills along the way. <laughs> this totally is a chamber commercial because that's what people need okay. to hear. So we have, uh, oh man, um, Chad. Let's say there are nine hundred chamber. We have nine hundred fifty chamber members. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we say we send it out to fourteen hundred people, we might send it out to three or four people per chamber member. Sure. Um, so we have 950 members of the chamber. There are 950 reasons why people will join or renew their membership. Fair enough. And they're all no, – no reason is right or wrong. It just is. And they are, the, all of those reasons run along the continuum. And on one end of that continuum is that people – you know, our base rate is $385. So at $385, show me where $386 has come in as a direct result of that chamber membership. And ah, then I'll renew. They will return so on investment. Transactive members. Without um, doing a whole lot. So, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then on the other end is is people that are, uh, don't don't hold the chamber responsible for gross or net profit. It's all about trying to create a, uh, uh, trying to be involved in a community, in an organization that has, is trying to develop a vision for a prosperous business community in Athens. Um, so we have to, if we do our job right, we ask, you know, everybody who becomes a member, you know, on this, we probably don't ask it just like that, but where are you on that continuum? Because mm-hmm. we have programming specifically directed to everybody on that continuum. Most, uh, probably 80%, 75 to 80% of our membership base are small businesses. And in this case, we say small businesses less than 25 employees. Okay, yeah. Uh, and a lot of those are really those transactive organizations so um, so when somebody says how do we what do, how do how, how do we become how do we become engaged in in the chamber man we probably have networking events 
Y'all do probably five or six, five or six times a month. We have a a networking event, whether it's a network lunch or business after hours or whatever the case may be. But it's just the 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 people who are successful are the people who are almost always there. Mm-hmm. So what what begets what? I tend to think that they're successful because they are working pretty hard at networking and are getting it done, and then they're continuing to build that. Uh, so, uh, Mike, and, you know, if people were interested in joining the chamber, just talk to us and let us. And, and we also may very well tell you that uh, I don't. I don't know. We could. We might tell you that maybe we're not. Maybe we're. You might have a, a hope and a mission um, that is not congruent with with what ours is. Sure. Um, and we'll tr- we'll try to find commonality, uh, but we just we want to find out. We it, we are we are we're probably the fastest growing chamber in Georgia, but that's largely because we don't try to really go out and push selling chamber membership because we are if we can earn it, that's how you make it long lasting. Well, that's that's it right there. You you get something and understand something that most people do not, whether it's. A, the president of a chamber or it's a business owner, you are playing the long game. Yeah. You are looking ahead and saying five years from now, how do we make a bigger difference? Five years from now, how do we how do we start things now that are going to change our community and business owners and, and everything involved five years from now? And so you've done an amazing job since the second you rolled in here of building relationships and playing the long game. And I think if business owners will just mirror what you're doing and get just watch – how you approach things, they would be more successful. Here is, here's what I would challenge everybody out there listening right now to do. And some people listening are already a chamber member. Some are not. Some probably have their opinions about the chamber or other organizations. This, the chamber's easy because that's what we're sitting that's here right. talking about and you're the president of. There's, there's tons of things you can get involved in. But I would challenge you right now, pay 365 bucks. We got the whole year ahead of us right now, 2024. Pay 365 bucks up front. Freaking forget about it. It's gone. Don't think about what you're getting out of your money. Pay it, which is completely different than the advice I give most of the time with expenses and businesses. Pay $365 and commit to four hours a month. Don't care what you show up to. It could be a breakfast. It could be lunch. It could be the annual event. It could be going in and talking to you or your staff for 30 minutes. If you pay $365 and you commit to four hours a month for the next 12 months, I can guarantee you, you will have a drastically different opinion and approach to business. You will have a higher level of skill set, and you will make more money 12 months from now. I I will David, I'm going to put you on the spot. If somebody does that and they commit to four hours a well, month, and, and you will give their money back in 12 uh, months we'll if give they their, don't give we'll them We'll give back. their money back. We'll give them their money back two times. Twice. Over. I can. I swear to you it will change your life and change your business. The, the things you'll learn, the, the people you'll meet, the, the impact it will have on you, know, like, and trust your business. There's going to be some people there you don't like. There's going to be some conversations you don't want to be a part of. So what? That's everywhere. Go – Plug in, meet people, because guess what? The p- other people that are doing the same thing, they're trying to make the community better. 
They're on other boards. They're involved in other stuff. They're decision makers in businesses and organizations. It's a group of people that will get you connected to anything you want to in this city and in this town. And the way you do that is organically just plugging in and dedicating four hours. That's right. That's right. That's right. What else you got for us? Good gosh, Chad. I, you know, you may be the best salesperson I've ever heard, (laughs) but I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, and I, when I look back, e- it's not. You don't have to. It's easy to sell when it, it's so beneficial for people, but they just got to get out of their own freaking way and do it and commit to something. People hate committing. Yeah, committing. It, let's just roll for twelve months. Yeah, that's and no it's, time. Um, and you're right. We have uh, uh, the opportunities in front of us are immense, um, and. Ninety percent. I, I say this, and I, I, when I say ninety percent of the rest of the communities across the country would love to have what we have, I would say actually ninety eight percent of the communities that would love to see, love to have what Athens has, right here, right now. But with the job growth that is on the horizon, I mean, on the horizon, being you can see it, you can touch it, and you can feel it. The next five years are going to be dynamic for Athens and yes. the business community has begun to have a, 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 a more valued voice in public policy and now is the time in which we need to create uh, we need to we need to have as as a substantial a voice make sure that we're at the table at every time a decision is made in Athens and Clark County man if you I'm just so excited about where we are and where we're going. I love it. All right. Speaking of exciting, this is my most exciting part of this episode every week. This is our max out moment. Part of the Stronger Business Podcast, we end every episode with a max out moment. To get stronger, you got to max out. David, this is where you get to help our audience max out. If they don't remember anything else from this episode, a tactic, a tip, something to do, a book to read, something to remember, something you can leave them with that'll make them stronger in their business and in their life. What is David Bradley's max out moment? On my desk at work. Yes. Uh, I have a keepsake box that I, I, I got from somebody at one point in time, and I look at it, at the, that, at the saying on the keepsake box, probably 15 or 20 times a day. And that saying is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Oh, my God. Yes. Right? Because failure, if you you got to be bold enough to and courageous enough to fail. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? There's no there's no reason. You dream so much bigger. You dream try so free, many more things. Dream courageously, right? Yes. Holy mackerel. If if man, if what would you do if you couldn't fa- if you knew you couldn't fail? What an amazing max out moment! As listeners out there go into this weekend, harness that. Think about what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail, and then go do go it. Go do it. Go do it. It's just that simple. Like so many people, fear that holds them back. And I think if you if you're able to wipe that away, because failure doesn't define you. No, failure is. Failure suggests courage. I mean, the, the every the, time we fail, we get that much closer to the right way to do it and how to achieve success. Yeah, 
courage is walking through the door, the door well, the 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 door of fear. And if you're if you're courageous enough to try something extraordinary and you fail or it doesn't quite meet what your standards are, you've learned so much and you can then go try to do something else. What would you do if you couldn't fail? Then go do it. Man, I love it. What an awesome max out moment. You all go out there, check out the Chambers website, check out the calendar of all the stuff going on. It's get involved. It, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Chad. Thank you all for listening to the Stronger Business Podcast. We will see you next week. You know I got it if you want to come get it. Stand next to this money like, hey.